Brown bread, 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 brown bread. It's a sugar-coated way to really say dead. Let's talk life and death and ponder your final breath. Brown bread, 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 brown bread. This is Brown Bread. It's a podcast about death. But it's a comedy. Subscribe immediately or else you will all go to hell. This week, I've only gone and got one of the loveliest of all the lovely buggers with me. It's Kiri pritchard McLean. Cue reggae horn. So, Kiri, thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. What's new with you? Um, not a lot. I, you might be able to tell from my face. I've not had a lot of sleep. <laughs> um, so I think my attitude to death is going to be slightly impaired today. Um, but yeah, good. I'm down here gigging. Okay, so as this podcast is a bit of structured chaos, I think we should just launch into the death chat already. Let's do it. We'll start with a big question. What do you think about life and death? Does it scare you? Yeah, I'm really... For someone who talks a lot about death and thinks about it has quite a dark sensibility, I am terrified of death. I've got never been able to really get my head around it. And I think I haven't really... Grandparents who were quite elderly have passed away, but only two of those have not had a huge... You know, and it's like, it was in the post. They're in the 90s. Um, I don't know, I've just said that to you, and you told me earlier that your grandparents are in the 90s. So <laughs> Thanks, Kimmy. I mean, buckle up, mate. <laughs> uh, but I've not lost anyone who's, who's very, very close to me, and uh, I'm terrified. I think I've got no, like, no way of dealing with it. And I've always been very weird about death. I was going to still do this. I hate the idea that when we die, that's it, it's just over. And unless you're um, famous, you know, if you're like a, a Nazi or a serial killer or very beautiful, um, pretty much 20 years later, no one remembers you exist. Unless like, you've done brown bread. Yeah, unless, oh God, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> thank God, this is my, this is my legacy. Yeah. Oh gosh, that's so good. But then we're just going to be ghosts on the internet at a certain point. Podcast ghosts. Yeah. Because that's what Twitter, I've figured out Twitter one day will just be ghosts tweeting each other spam diet pills. That's all it will be in like 50 years time when we've all left it. It's just going to be dead people tweeting each other because they've all been hacked Twitter is God. Or purgatory. Oh, it's definitely purgatory, <laughs> yeah. Really racist purgatory. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I used to go into like graveyards and I there's a little tiny church, it's very old in the village that I grew up in in Wales. And I'd go there and I would read all the, the ones that, that I could if the Welsh was very old I wouldn't be able to read it but I would read all the gravestones because I hate the idea that you're just this person's forgotten and their life and everything so I just think if you even read their name it makes it makes a difference so I think I've I think I'm just probably obsessed with my own legacy (laughs) last leg lists not easy to say if you've got a speech impediment Perhaps you want to swim with dolphins Or sleep with the president Last leg list So, bucket list So at the minute I've got this thing about Infiltrating the Mal and Sue partnership Oh, okay, yeah Okay, not like in an evil way But just like being a part of that I need a slice of that pie Yeah I think Mal would get jealous But I think that would be part of the joy Exactly It would just be like um, A kind of Like a weird fucked up relationship Where they just fight over me basically That sounds great I would watch the <laughs> Channel 4 documentary That's almost definitely Going to be made about that Mal, Sue and Annika It kind of ruffles the dynamic a bit but... <laughs> So yeah That's what I've got going on 
the minute. What about you? I realised I have quite a depressing one because it is the most achievable one in the world. I could do it today, pretty much. So, I got a dream. One day, I mean, ideally it's sort of precursored with sort of a hangover, but to just stay in bed for the whole day, except to go to the toilet... And to answer the door to, to get the takeaway. people bring you food? Well, yeah. Oh, cause like, and and the, so the thing is, the takeaway is it needs to be a, a family meal deal. And I'll cover all the mirrors in my bedroom so I don't have to look at myself while I eat it. <laughs> but, like, going and, like, you know, a proper thing where you're, like, you know, you see it on television, you're, like, I could smash. Like, why did I could easily smash that. They're never that big, are they? They're never that big. They're never that big. Yeah, these buckets and these troughs (laughs) or whatever they're calling it. So I'm I'm like, that was the dream is to just stay in bed. I need to get up and have a wee and to answer the door for this takeaway. Because also, what I do when I order takeaway anyway is I have to pretend that there's more people in than there is. (laughs) Guys, it's here. And then uh, and then I'm knowing full well it's just a dog and a cat in the house. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, thanks so much. Oh, do we get free garlic bread? I didn't even see that bit. Of course I saw that bit. That's why I spent over £25. I believe in you, Kirby. This is really I think I can do it. But the problem is it very much slides down a list of things that I need to do. But one day, I think I just need to clear... Like, I think I need to diary it. But what day of the week are you thinking? It's a Sunday, Well, it's right? absolutely a Sunday. Yeah. It's absolutely Sunday. Death row dinner. Forget calorie counting and enjoy the last supper. But there's no going back for seconds or taking some home in a torpor. Death row dinner. This section sort of works um, under the assumption that you're going to be executed after that, That's the assumption that I've been working on for an awful, awful long time. I wouldn't even ask to be extradited when that happens. I'd be like, it's, you know, it's been in the post for a while. Um, I know you're a bit of a murder fan, actually. Can you say well, that? Is that? It's not really the best way to phrase it, is it? I'm not sure that's I am fascinated by the psychology of serial killers. Okay. So my friend and I, who my friend is also fascinated, we do a podcast about serial killers. So I think I know more about murder and body disposal than the than the average joe i mean this is a perfect time for you to fully plug the podcast take the space oh yeah so please do listen to the all killer no filler podcast with me and rachel fairburn it's very good it's blooming good thanks so food what would you be scoffing well i actually think john wayne gacy uh absolutely smashed it so this is a serial killer uh who used to it's known as the uh, killer clown because he used to dress up as a clown for like community events was a real pillar of the community yes the creepiest clown you've ever seen as well and then had loads of guys buried in his crawl space but when he was executed he asked for uh, a bucket of special recipe KFC because he used to work at KFC as well was he the colonel? Uh, no he wasn't but I think he did <laughs> he had affiliations with him certainly I think he's taking a secret recipe with him yeah oh yeah god oh no maybe that's why he needed those guys under the crawl space <laughs> uh, that's probably libelous shouldn't need to cut that out but <laughs> I've said it now um, <laughs> he yeah so bucket of special recipe chicken brilliant um, and some fried shrimp delicious and then two pound of strawberries and to me I'm like that's great Ooh, yeah you've got to balance it out with the fruit yeah of course yeah because I'd be like well you're not going to be worrying too much about your five a day are you when you're <laughs> about to get the lethal injection and um, so I think he smashed it I would have something very similar to that because like because also I think realistically I bet you lose your appetite so that's all yeah. stuff you can pick at, isn't it? That's all stuff you can pick at. Maybe I would have a northern wedding buffet as well, because I, oh. I do like that. I do like a pickled egg. Uh, I do like all that kind of stuff that appears on those. I quite like a quiche. Prawn ring. Oh, prawn ring. Hello. <laughs> Someone's doing all right. That's an all right wedding, that. Meet your maker. 
Maybe you'll go and knocking on the doors of heaven I'll be reincarnated as a miniature schnauzer name, Kevin Meet your maker Meet your maker So yeah. I've got this thing I used to be forward slash still am in love with Alanis Morissette mm -hmm. Do you ever see the film Dogma where yeah. she plays God? Yeah, she's God, yeah So that is now my dream oh, Imagine yeah. getting to the pearly gates and Alanis is there and she, you know, in the film, she wore like a white tutu and silver lame bomber jacket. She does handstands in the clouds. I just think that's an absolute dream. Yeah, that's lovely. Um, which is nicer than what I think, which is a big blank nothing. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is why I'm scared. I read this um, book, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's it talks about how you there's two kind of two deaths, and um, so you're in purgatory between the two. So you, you die your physical death. And then you die again when people stop mentioning your name and the last person has said your name. So basically, usually when all the people who loved you have passed away. And so, but there's some people in this room waiting to have their proper death and go on to the next place who, like, a street is named after them or a building. When someone comes around and gives a tour and goes, so this building's there, so they have, are just there forever. In a way, I wish I was one of those people who's like, God, so glad, turn my back on being a Catholic. You know, like every comedian, basically. Yeah. Uh, and then, but you still Top have that line. thing of being like, but I've still got heaven, I'll still keep heaven, thank you. <laughs> heaven and Christmas. Um, whereas I don't have anything, and I think that's what's scary, is no idea about, oh, because I, I think, oh shit, I think it might just end. Oh, do you want Alanis? Mm, I, she was great. But it's a bit twee for me. Oh, like, it used to be a bit more bleak. Maybe, I don't know, I wish it was something beautiful and poetic and, you know, maybe it's the best world that you could imagine being or your happiest time, but I... That would get annoying after a while as well. I mean, there's only so many KFCs I can eat in bed, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, it will become tedious for it. I don't... That's, that's what scares me about death, is that I don't know. The end. <laughs> we can wrap there. Yeah. It's your funeral. Do what you want, make it glitz, glam or grungy. You could even pre-record a rap sermon or coming on a bungee. It's your funeral. It's your funeral. <laughs> that sounds like something I'd get an infection in. <laughs> um, any plans for the big day? Now this is going to sound bad. Not a huge fan of the ones where people are like wear bright colours and let's have a celebration. Mm. And be like, leave your wacky at home, mate. We all just want to have a cry. <laughs> I do love a wake. Absolutely oh, yeah. love a wake. It's always a tray of sausage rolls at a wake. Absolutely. It's nearly always in a cricket club. I, <laughs> I love a wake. It's like it's some of my favourite things. Everyone looks nice in a suit. You know, I've got a great funeral dress. Uh, and that's not what the day is about, but it is part of the day. And you just get to have a chat with family. I know it sounds awful, but that's when my family is scattered around the place. So I kind of go, it's a nice chance to meet up and have a you know have a drink in a cricket club brings people together i think so so i do like the wake part but funerals not really for for me i, I but i think it would be quite traditional because i don't like all the wacky stuff i mean what i would love to do is so the serial killer sorry guys uh, dennis raider btk he um was a sort of went for like 30 years without being found and he sort of tripped himself up in the end but one of the things they found in his what he used to call the mother mother load motherboard was his uh, table was a video that he'd record to play at his funeral coming out as this serial killer oh, that everyone no. to his family so when he died he was like hey guys and part of me is like 
I'm just going to confess to a load of moments I didn't do. There's no repercussions. It would just be glorious. You can say whatever you want. Absolutely. <laughs> so there is an element of fun. Maybe, yeah, I guess maybe I should just uh, fake my own death. It's like the ultimate. Oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> are you, are you got a free day off work. <laughs> I mean, in my head, you've all got one because it's a bank holiday. It's a national, national day oh, of, of course. morning. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'll do it in the summer as well so we can all have a barbecue. <laughs> um, so would you have any kind of special guests there or are you keeping it friends and family? I think friends and family. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That because uh, have you ever been to a wedding when there's someone quite high profile there? It changes the whole dynamic because oh. it becomes about. And I think people must feel if they're the only person who is well known, I think they must feel very self conscious because also people are like, oh, um, it's very sad, isn't it? And yeah, can I get can I get a picture with you though? So I don't think I would <laughs> like, if I if I knew anyone who is well known, I'd be like, stay away, have the day off, it's alright, you've got my permission. Oh, you're changing my whole outlook, so I really want the spice girls at mine. Oh really? Well I always did, but I've come to realise that that would mean I'd have to die really young. Yeah, because if I wanted the full team. Yeah. Um so I kinda of settled for maybe like Jerry at the wake in the dress. Of course, that would be nice. Just doing a little turn. Doing a, yeah, doing a number. Yeah, but only a solo rolls. stuff. Oh yeah, whatever it is that she's allowed to still sing under co- contract. <laughs> Swan song. What farewell tune will send you off now? You're no longer fine fettle. Perhaps disco, electronic ambient, or the aptly named death metal. Swan song. Okay, let's talk music. What's top of your funeral pops? I want tears. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not there for anyone to be stoic. I want to ruin them. Um Regina Spector, Samson oh. is like that makes me cry when I'm happy. And it's so moving and so sad. And I just think I could bring the house down with that. She's like, great. She's amazing. What's that song she did where she went on about tangerines? I mean, pick a number. <laughs> like, there's, there's all of the first time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all the weird stuff about finding a pigeon and burying it in the garden and stuff. Yeah, she's so great. There's also on a second to last album. There's one called Home that she sings, and it's all about losing someone. And I can't tell if it's about a funeral. I can't tell if it's someone dying or a relationship. That is such a brilliant, moving song. So I think one of those two by her. In fact, every time I listen to it, I'm like. Oh. Someone from X Factor is going to get hold of this and make a million pounds. Like it's a perfect like X Factor winner song. song. I'll have Samson, but okay. that is a really sort of really beautiful. I remember hearing it for the first time, just crying, and I wasn't particularly. I was probably two days before coming on, <laughs> like in <laughs> retrospect. But yeah, I was like, oh wow, this is such a great song. So that's what I want everyone to be blown away and think it's because they're losing me, but it's actually because they're gaining Regina Spector. And if they're premenstrual as well. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I'm gonna wait. <laughs> all my, I'm gonna just. Just invite my close female friends that I've synced with yeah. and then get the date exactly right. <laughs> <Soft> <laughs> you like to be remembered Kiri uh, oh I would quite like a thing named after me or because th- this is my problem about death is I don't like cremation and I because it feels like we were, there was nothing there at least the skeleton there's something tangible mm. so it's the idea of disappearing completely that I don't like so I would quite like something maybe not named after me but like even a tree or something like that would be quite nice or I'd like the idea of water um an ocean? Can I have an ocean named after me? Whatever you want. Um, I feel um, like Desert Island Discs in this bit. Yeah. I'm loving it. <laughs> I don't know. I think how I, I would want people to remember me. 
I think generally as not a very nice person, but my friends to be like, oh, we knew. She's all right. I mean, if you've come out as a serial killer at the funeral... Oh, yeah, that's true. I think I've sealed the deal there, actually. Goodness me, one step ahead of myself, which is exactly what a serial killer would do. I like the idea of, like, a goddess amongst women, um, but also really humble. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. Annika Harry struck the balance. (laughs) How did she do it? If I live past you, I'll swim in your ocean. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Do have a shower beforehand. It's just just polite. Veruca socks. (laughs) Here's a question to wrap up on. Um, I'm gifting you an extra year of life. You're welcome. Um, Would you like to keep it for yourself? Or do you want to give it to somebody who's passed away? I would, because I didn't have a bit at the end anyway, it was all scrag in it, so I would not keep it. I would, um, I would bring, can I bring something back? Can I bring my dog back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my little Jack Russell that I had, I bought him when I was, I think I was 15, I got my Jack Russell, and I had him, he was put down uh, last October, a year ago last October, and it was like the, that is probably the most devastated I've been about something. And like I still, even though it's sort of years on, I still think about it every day. And even though it's a dog, and that sounds so silly, Not he's all. just such a little legend. I would definitely have him back for any amount of time. What's his name? His name is Oz. Oz. Oh, yeah, he was so great. I'd love a love a, love a year with him. Okay, so as you said, a dog. You know, you've pulled on a heartstring <laughs> here. I will allow you and Oz a scrag end year together. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> That's it, babe. Great. Thank you. Fun. Do we need to do I'm like a fun. goodbye bit? Um, what if someone, because sometimes I listen to podcasts in my car and, you know, sometimes you want to change it because it's got boring. Yeah. What if someone is, have you ever thought about someone dying while they're listening to this? No, but what should we do to disclaimer that? I made it weird, haven't I? I'd be like, what's one dies while the listening says, oh, brilliant, that's a great way to wrap up, Kiri. Bored to death. (laughs) This was Brown Bread with me, Annika Harry. My guest was Kiri Pritchard McLean. The episode was produced by Louise Afsal Ferkel with music by Grace Savage and post by Ben Wallage. 